Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Woo woo! If you are brand new here, this is an advice podcast where you guys call in with your questions and we give you the best advice that we can give. And the best advice that we can give is only the best advice that we can give because (laughs) we are, you know, not um, psychics, sadly. We're not witches, sadly, though I did Google how to become a witch. I would like to learn. So I would I like to spells. learn as well. There's, I think um, we should. There's a podcast called Basic Witches. 
And we've had these gals on Directionally Challenged before. And I think they would be open to helping us. Well, you guys, you know, who knows? Maybe in a couple episodes, we'll have the intro being like, welcome, don't blame me. We are actually witches, <laughs> certified witches and bitches. Um, but speaking of bitches, we are giving advice from our own personal experience. We are, um, you know, not the kind of friends that you go to when you just want them to agree with what you're saying. We definitely don't sugarcoat our advice. We give our advice like we give each other, like we give our other friends. We are the honest bitches that you come to when you really want the... Um, the truth. You want us to shoot it to you straight. And we uh, have a phone number to call in. So if you want to call in, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And you need to leave your voicemail under three minutes. Otherwise, you will be cut off and you will also be shamed by Melissa if you do not write it down. And we like you to write it down because then we, you know what you're going to say. You can practice how long it's going to be. You can include all the important details. And you're not, you know, wasting, wasting our time. Mm -hmm. And also a personal pet peeve of Melissa's is when you start with, I've recorded this a bunch of times over and over again. So I'm going to try this again. Any sort of like little quick disclaimer of wasting the time. It's wasting because if you would have written it down to begin with, then you wouldn't have wasted your time either. I'm just looking out for the both of us. You know, I'm a giver. (laughs) (laughs) oh and i should do our introductions i'm megan rinks if you're new here hello and then my wonderful co-host producer that is melissa demons hello you know what i noticed is that you when we first got into quarantine you said you would say welcome to don't blame me in the quarantine but at what point did that stop when we realize that we're never getting out. No, this is this is this is the new normal. I was talking to Sydney about this. And Sydney and Mons are both like optimistic. And they're like seeing the bright side. And Sydney me and Sydney's boyfriend are both like, no, this is just this is just like how it is now. Like this mm-hmm. is just our forever sort of thing. And both of us are like not allowed to like voice that to the other and so then when i'm on facetime with sydney her boyfriend and i will he's like we'll be like oh my god we have to talk about this because she won't let me he's like yeah no i'm just i've just accepted this is our new normal this is why we bought a peloton they bought a peloton not not me i was thinking about a peloton because they've partnered with beyonce dude i truly i like have those moments every once in a while where i'm like do i need a peloton right and i've never been hit with that feeling more until I saw that headline, I go, I think I need a Peloton. I mean, yeah, because when she was filming her homecoming special, she said, well, I mean, not f- specifically filming, but when she was prepping for mm-hmm. it, she would do Soul Cycle all day. And I'm like, when did she make the switch from Soul Cycle to Peloton? I mean, I'm going to guess it's also probably around the time that that hefty donation was made uh, and that like five million dollar party was like, hey, fundraiser, Donald Trump. Yep. Wow. Uh, Yep. That's what I felt. I just wanted it to be said out loud. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Without a doubt. Well, I guess we should um, just do a quick update of where the world is at right now. Because the last time that we filmed, it was the 4th, which was the day after Election Day. And everything was looking really good. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. You were very confident. And something that we should all learn here is Melissa's very wrong, very rarely wrong, but also 
when it comes to math and shit like that, I just need to trust that, you know, because <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, no, of course, like you were like, no, no, it's good. It's good. And now I get it because you are essentially Steve, Chris, not Krasinski, Steve. What's his name? Cole, Cole God. whatever. That One guy. of those. That's mm-hmm. literally like what you were doing and why you were so confident. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. I was watching TV. I was staying on the TV and calculating as we went. So, you know, I might have missed my calling. Yeah. Maybe I have another career. We'll see. Don't leave we'll see me. what happens. We'll just, I mean, it would only be for a few days a week. It's, it's true. A but, year. I mean, every four years, essentially. <laughs> maybe, and, maybe I start doing it for us, like, in four years, I'm the person and I do it and I get a touch screen, well, essentially just a big iPad because yeah. who's going to afford one of those screens? But and I just do it for the don't blame me community. And it will bring us so much <laughs> peace and solace through these trying times. Mm-hmm. So I'm still wearing, you know, some merch. My, I think uh, you had that on when we recorded last week. too. Really? I thought I had my yellow one on. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was the yellow one because we matched. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, you know, pay homage mm-hmm. to the uh, president and vice president-elect. And yeah, you know, story still developing of the um, lame sitting duck in the uh, White House. But it is an absolutely wild, wild time to uh, watch kind of the uh, Republicans and Trump supporters flounder. It is like I've and never then, seen but more hypocrisy. Them, I know the hypocrisy, and then some of them are just like guns blazing. Like we're gonna do it, and I'm just like, no, you're not. This My is a fa- democracy. Yeah, and I love people who are being like, um, <laughs> like, watch out! Like we're gonna have like another Al Gore situation on our hands. I go, yeah, Al Gore going to the electoral call, like, and and then him not winning. Like right. that's. And you know, in this situation, Trump is Al Gore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so also, you... there's millions of votes, not like 500 votes in Florida that we're worried about. Mm-hmm. Like, there's Joe and Kamala are so far ahead. There's also like the thing with that when people are like, the Democrats rigged the election. If we rigged it, why did we lose House seats? If we rigged it, why is Mitch McConnell in office? Why are we like waiting for this runoff so that we can have, you know, in Georgia to see if we can get not not even the majority. It would be mm-hmm. so we could tie and then Kamala would get the the uh, <laughs> the tiebreaker vote. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into all of our calls, we have a live update. So let's hear it. So um, if you would just start by sharing what episode you were on in the past, like summarizing yes. what your original thing was and then giving us an update. I called in about two years ago. I was on season three, episode 12, uh, the episode with Mots. <gasps> and I was actually the title episode. So the Ooh, title la, la. of the episode is Into Bad Boys? Question mark. And yes, <laughs> I am, and I was, and still continue to be. Um, Basically, I called in, and I had met this guy on Tinder, and we had been talking for a couple months. And um, we finally got around to, like, having our first date. 
Um, and it went really, really well. We found out a lot about each other and, um, we had a lot in common. He was a SoundCloud rapper. Um, Love it. Yes. And I really like singing. So I was like into music technology at school and so was he. So we had like a lot in common and it seemed to be going really well. Trying to be um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So like we had Jay-Z a lot in is common. insulted. You compared him to SoundCloud. Hey, I'm just talking <laughs> yeah, about title. rapper and singer. Rapper and singer. You're, right, yes. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, little tidbit, little side thing um his music was really bad no way i'm so surprised i'm so so listening to it i was like you're you're doing really well anyway yeah so we were having like good conversations and towards the end of the night like i walked him out to his car or whatever and he was like i just want to let you know like i'm on probation and i was like okay okay that's fine like may I ask what it was for and it was for dealing weed which I've been like down that road many many a times and so I was basically calling in to see like what I should do because I've had a history with bad boys Mm -hmm. and so I didn't know if I should like go for it if I should like stay away because like the last couple drug dealers that I was dating or whatnot ended up being crazy people um but that was pretty much it I just wanted your guys's advice on like um if I should go through with it or whatever and yes he did end up being on probation for being a drug dealer um and then my I guess my update is like he ghosted me so it didn't work out in the end anyways I know you guys are like serial ghosters mm-hmm. we are we but are I'm a serial ghosty so <laughs> this happens to me often um and it wasn't it also was not my last bad boy rodeo I recently found myself um in love with a sociopathic narcissistic pathological liar last nice. year very much you vibes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is wrong with my brain I think I got I got mommy issues. I don't know if that says anything. It does. It it, it says a lot. It yeah. says a lot. Yeah. Is your mom a narcissist? Yes. Okay. So my therapist has taught me, and I think I've said it. I don't think I've said it on an episode. I said it. I don't know. I think I said it before. But we, my therapist told me that we only pick people to like be in our lives, like friendship, relationship capacity of people that we already know, like personality types that we already know, we just gravitate towards that. And when it comes Mm -hmm. to romantic relationships, we inevitably, if you grew up in like an emotionally abusive household, or you grew up with like a narcissistic or absent parent, you automatically Mm -hmm. have pick me syndrome. And so then you date people who are like, what will prove you wrong in like the similar, similar traits. But like, then if you pick me, then it will like fix all of my other issues. And like, then I will feel better. I so, need to go to therapy. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I've kind of like analyzed that myself. And like the last, like last year when I cut that like crazy boy off, um, the narcissist one, I was really like trying to figure out like why I do, like why I choose these people and like why I let them treat me the way that they do. And ever since like I was younger, like, I have been attracted to women and I've been attracted to men. And so like 
now I've come out as bisexual to everyone. And that's not that, like, I couldn't say that, like, when I called two years ago, also listening to my voice, I just (laughs) listened to it back. And I I sound like such a little person. And Mats was like, (laughs) Mats was like, you're 18. You don't know shit. (laughs) I apologize on his behalf. He's not. That's the thing. His delivery isn't always the most like soft and sweet and coddling, but he's not necessarily wrong. No, no, I, I definitely agree with him. I did not know shit. And I also like didn't know shit about myself either. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's more about me than like bad boys or like bad girls now in general. But yeah, I guess my update is I am gay now and I am staying away from the bad ones. Are you attracted to that, like those same similar kind of personality traits in women? Yeah, definitely. Like I'm more attracted to like masculine women, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I think feminine women women are gorgeous and I would love to be their friends. But like sexually, I'm more attracted to like masculine women. Mm -hmm. and like yeah. that same kind of like bad girl sort of like behavior. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I totally get yeah. That. I feel like I'll always be attracted to that. Like even in like the Netflix series You, I was like, hee. <laughs> 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 Literally everyone felt that way. But the thing yeah. that's great is once you get older, it's something that I realized. Cause like again, I relate to all of that. And like also like mommy issues and like pick me syndrome and also yep. dated like a a whole string of drug dealers and very much attracted to the bad boy thing. But then it's like when you start to get older and you mature and everyone else around you starts mature, you like realize you're like, oh, I'm attracted to like cockiness, but that can just be confidence. Like it doesn't have to be this negative sort of emotion. But when we're younger, everything's kind of heightened and more dramatic that like we don't have to like, I'm never going to like a simp dude. Like I'm never going to like a dude who's like so sweet, like good morning, baby. Like you're so beautiful. I'm like, like I literally can't. But like there is that there's this distinction that like when I was younger, I really thought like there were those like really fucking cringe dudes where I was like, literally get away from me. I hate you and then there were the guys who were like i don't really give a fuck about you but like we can fuck and i'm like oh my god but like oh there's like actually like a middle ground of people who like can have that confidence yes that i'm attracted to but like also don't treat me like shit i'm like oh okay Cool. Exactly. Yeah. And I've definitely come to that realization and I know my worth. I know that I should not like one of the drug dealers I dated like dead ass did not talk to me for like two weeks and just like went on like a rampage and then like came back and I was like, it's fine. Missed you. Like, how are you? Did we date the same person? Because Probably. I, I've literally, I've literally had that where you ghost and you're like, did, and I've dated guys who have also like been addicted to drugs and like have previously done mm-hmm. them. And I was like, did you relapse? Did you just sell? Are you in jail? Like what fucking happened here? I and was then you're like, still like, I don't care though. Just like, let me know. Yeah. Pick me, pick <laughs> me, literally pick me. Just like circle back whenever you're free. Yeah. I also I think feel the it same might way. be due to the fact that my mom is an alcoholic too. So I grew up around addiction. Like mm. it's just a whole stir of things, which I'm like super duper happy that I'm aware of now. So like, I don't follow in those patterns that I did because they always like ended up hurting me in the mm-hmm. end. And I also think I was trying to repress like 
my bisexual side. Like I really like did not want that to come out. And so I don't know, a lot of self-discovery within these past two years, but I really am thankful that you guys gave me the advice that you did at the time. I mean, granted he ghosted me before I listened to it, but you know, like it helped me down the road. So thank you so much. This was so it's, yeah, I'm so happy to hear that this has like been a evolving and growing sort of thing for you. And I'm excited for you. And I hope I always wish for after people have had like tumultuous, it's like heterosexual relationships and are also like attracted to like women or people of other genders. I always yeah. get very excited because I'm like, I just hope you like have to ha- get like a wonderful relationship with like a woman next. And it's like so nice and great. And it is nothing like the trash men that you've dated. And <gasps> Thank it's you. Just, it'll I just be so better. Too. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. I love y'all so much. Thanks. And yes, I hope the best for my relationship life. <laughs> I mean, I don't foresee me dating a straight man for quite some time terrific <laughs> like, yeah i love that for you i love Yay. that for you there are there are so few and far between so yes. <laughs> of the good ones absolutely <laughs> loved the update so much we love we love the personal growth we love to see it and uh let's get into our first call hi melissa megan um so i love the podcast and um, this is just i'll get right into this because there's kind of a lot to say about it um so uh, my parents are split up since I was younger and ever since I was younger my dad would come kind of come over on some weekends and um, to stay with us but he didn't kind of he would just kind of ruin the whole like vibe like they would literally just like argue over the weekends and then he kind of direct his anger onto us um, and he's also a bit of an alcoholic so um he would just drink every single night um and then he didn't really do anything kind of fun with us because he'd mainly be like hungover and then he'd just go and like chill out in a stable with the horses. It was kind of weird. Um, but he didn't really kind of try and make an effort and keep up to date with us and see how we were doing in school and everything. He'd kind of just get that sort of information from my mum. And then as I kind of like grew up and started to realise for myself, I started realising how like kind of scummy he was. And I kind of just stopped being an effort from my part because there was some kind of no point. And then I think the last straw for me was when I was moving out of my home when I was like 18 and I was moving to a city because I was like a student and all that stuff. And I couldn't, so I bought a phone, but I couldn't afford to get a phone plan. So I was like, I knew that he was kind of rich. So I was like, can you help me out with this? And he was like, no, 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 I'm too poor. Like, I can't pay $20 a month for your SIM card. Like, I just can't afford it. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I'd try and, like, maybe skip food shopping for a week and get some in phone plan or whatever. And then literally, like, the next weekend, he bought a $30,000 yacht, even though he doesn't, like, go sailing or anything. It just sits at the harbour. And then after that, I kind of stopped replying to him and... He told everyone that he knew and everyone in our family that I'd blocked him and put in an effort and just like playing the victim when I didn't really do that. So I just, he just didn't call or text or anything. But so he thought that I'd blocked him. And then after two years of moving out, I was like, I'm going to go traveling. Um, So I left in December last year and I'm still out now. Um, And my mum started to feel bad for him and thinking that I'm being a bit, over dramatic and she feels sorry for him now but he just never messages me or anything so well I suppose he can't because he blocked 
Um, but what do you guys think about the situation? Do you think I'm being overdramatic? Do you think I should try and make an end? And then, like, before I left or anything, he didn't make an effort at all. Um, but anyway, love the podcast. Bye, guys. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. Mm-mm. Like, he... Who just goes out and buys a yacht without any consideration at all for their child? That they can't, they can buy a $30,000 yacht, but can't pay for their child's cell phone bill. And And, also, sorry. And they've been absent from your life the whole time. And he, like, even if he came to visit you, he still wouldn't be physically with you. He'd go hang out in the horse stables. It's so messed up. The the phone is a means of communication with him. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been like and in first of all, if homie's got thirty thousand dollars to spend on a yacht, like twenty dollars is not an investment. But like for somebody who is then going to like turn around and like acclaim play the victim and say that he's putting all this effort in, like when you came to him saying like you wanted like help for help with your phone plan, which would have been a means of communication with him. And so like him choosing not to help you with that like not only is it like a slap in the face and like oh fuck you you don't really care about me because like you just flat out lied to me about like not being able to afford it but it is also like if we take it as like a bigger symbolic thing it's like you are choosing this this yacht which is like just about you versus communication with me mm-hmm. like that's what it is like it's not it's like it's it's communication with you to like build a relationship and then now that you're you have the phone and like you're paying for it. Like he wants to reap the benefits. He wants you to then like come to him and communicate with him. And like, this is just, I think you need to have a conversation with your mom and be like, I don't want to have a relationship with him. Like he's constantly disappointed me. And I don't know if you have a good relationship with your mom. It it sounds, I'm like from this, you haven't mentioned it. So like, if you do have a good relationship with your mom, then telling her, hey, it really hurts me when then it feels like he's coming through you to talk to me about this kind of stuff. And like, I'm an adult, like, I don't want to have a relationship with him. And that's like the choice that I made for myself. And like, I, if he's not going to respect that, that's like why I've blocked him. And like, I don't want to talk to him. And so I don't, I don't want to hear about it from Mm -hmm. like you, like if you can feel bad for him, but like, you are a great parent, like you're the parent that I need. And if I accept him into my life right now, that's, I'm not, that's not, I benefit, that's not for me. Like, yeah, that's like just I because want, you when want I needed, me to. When I needed him, he wasn't there for me. Yeah. And this, like, I, this, like, nuclear family, like, uh, Kodak family fucking shit and this idea and stuff, like, it is so backwards and messed up because a parent is not just who fucking like the the sperm or like the egg that made you there are requirements of being a parent versus just like as opposed to just like paternity mm-hmm. or maternity like that's like there like you have to have been there for me like you have to be like fatherly motherly like there needs to be something there and if it's not then this is just like we're getting into like the fucking genes and the science of it all and there's no emotional ties there and like there is nothing that like th- there's no fucking reason and no fucking need to 
sacrifice like your happiness and what you want based on like societal norms of like, oh, like still have your dad in your life, like, like blah, blah, blah. I get that like parents are not perfect people, but if they don't bring any, any good to your life, there's no fucking like, there's no point. Then those are like narcissistic shitty people that are just like expecting to be given things in return that they don't deserve. And just because someone like, and also fucking, I'm sorry, like the sperm of it all, just because someone like contributed like some like DNA for you does not mean they're owed literally anything. Right. At all. Right. So you calling, was this based on you um, feeling like the people, other people in your life are pressuring you to have a relationship with him or, or is it you? Um, feeling like you need some type of closure with him and so um i would figure that out and like if you if you do still like need to say like your peace to him then do that but if not then he doesn't he's not make he didn't make the monumental effort to be in your life from the get so why why should you be the one that's making all the effort Mm-hmm. I fully agree. Next call. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I uh, love the podcast. Recently, my ex-boyfriend of like six years from when I was 15, um, we dated for about two months, has been messaging me a lot. And I think it's most likely because of lockdown. But essentially, like when we broke up, there was... It was done. Like I went a little bit emo for a few weeks, but we weren't really friends or anything. And we didn't talk to each other for about three years. On my 18th birthday, he reached out to me, wished me a happy birthday. And we started talking and I sort of weirdly enough helped him through his latest breakup at the time. Um, and he's not the most mentally stable person. He's told me a few times um, about his experiences with depression and anxiety. So I was there for him as much as I could be, but obviously like I didn't really want to pursue any sort of friendship or anything like that with him because it's just not on my mind. And recently he's reached out again and weirdly enough told me about his new latest breakup um, which was odd. And I've tried to be nice to him because I don't want him to feel like he's stupid for reaching out to someone. If you're in a dark place, obviously it's important to have a support system, but I just don't think that's my role in his life. Um, I have been in a relationship for two years with another guy and it's been making him uncomfortable and he feels like my ex from the age of 15 has been overstepping his boundaries in the situation and shouldn't be asking me to go on like COVID safe walks with him and things like that. And I just don't really know how to shut it down. Um, this tonight was the third time that he's reached out to me in like two weeks and I, I don't know. I don't really know what to do. I've been pretty nice. But yeah, it's kind of kind of uncomfortable. So you guys dated for two months when you were 15. So essentially it really didn't count because, I mean, it's two months and you're 15. You weren't friends. You're still not friends. He's reaching out to you now. It's making you uncomfortable. 
to making your boyfriend uncomfortable. You should not. I could understand if you guys were friends before, but you should not be responsible for someone else's comfortability if you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And mental, you guys are not close. Mm -hmm. Um, And someone who's discussing their mental health with you that as someone with mental health, that's just manipulative. Mm -hmm. Like, Unless, yeah, unless you're incredibly, incredibly close and it's someone that you can, like, count on. And also, again, like, normalize getting people's consent before you emotionally unload on them. And he's doing this in, like, a manipulative way. And I'm going to probably just going to throw some assumptions out there. I'm going to assume he's probably, like, a serial dater and has gone on from relationship to relationship. I'm also probably going to assume that, like, you're not the only girl that he's, like, talked to that he is still reaching out to now that like he gets a lot of his validation from uh romantic relationships that he's like had um and you didn't like you were very nice like and I get it and I think there's a lot of times like when we can like end up in these situations and we're just like fuck I like I'm in too deep I shouldn't have said this I shouldn't have gotten to the like now I can't get out you can't like it's very mm-hmm. valid and okay that like the first time someone reaches out to you about this kind of thing, it like might feel a little bit weird, but like there definitely is a guilt thing that you're like, well, no, I should, I don't want to read too much into it and like think that I'm being weird about it. And like, maybe they just want to like meet up and like, who could like, who knows? Like I'll, I think that's a great trait to have as someone who is like, I am not that person. Like I'm so skeptical. Like I'm so not like open in that sense. Like if I got a message, like I would just be like, I'm not responding. This is fucking weird. But I think it's great people. And like Sydney's very much this kind of person. Like if someone reached out who like, we weren't really friends with in high school and like wanted to get coffee. Like she would do it. I would be like, no, what weird. Like, I hate that. But that's just like the kind of person that she is. And I think it's a really admirable quality, but just because you've done it and you've talked to him and like hung out with him, like social distance wise, or like helped him through this, like whether it was once before, or even like if you did it this week, that doesn't mean that you consent to doing that forever. And it also can just be like having a conversation with him and I would do it reaching out to him as opposed to like a response to him messaging you again, just to kind of get ahead of it. And I would say, um, hey, I just wanted to message you and say I uh, it, over the last couple of years, it's like, you know, it's 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 been nice to like hear from you and like hear what you've been up to and stuff. And um, obviously, like I have a lot of um, empathy for you for like what you were going through with like your previous breakup and the breakup right now. And as much as like I have tried to kind of compartmentalize like my own feelings and like be able to be there for you, I am just I don't have the capacity to mm-hmm. do that. And I don't I, I'm not someone who like I, I you need someone that you can like really count on and rely on and that person's not me and I definitely thought it could have been me which was why I tried but I have now known I now know like my limitations with all of this and I wish you the absolute best and that's exactly. it yeah and leave it at that um if he responds again and ask you other questions, don't respond back because you've already given him your answer and you've told him you don't have the capacity. And if he still asks you more questions, that means that he does not respect your boundaries that you've set. Yeah. And if you don't have to say anything about like, oh, my boyfriend's not comfortable with Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. Like, I think it's really important for you to stress that like, 
here's the thing you maybe in theory you could be comfortable but like that's not your innate response like you're mm-hmm. not getting anything out of this relationship like you're not personally enjoy- enjoying this like you're not a therapist you're not being paid for this like even if like you could sacrifice a lot and like be okay like you could like come to terms with it that's not comfortability right and so like i wouldn't bring your boyfriend up into it and then if he brings up like oh is your boyfriend uncomfortable with it that's also not something that you need to respond to either like you don't need to defend if he comes at this and like tries to put blame on like somebody else or like even if he does like oh i get it like and I could see this happening. Um, if he's like, I get it. Like I'm a lot like, that's what like everyone tells me, like my mental health is too much for other people, blah, 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 blah. If like, it's something like that, that alarms you like definitely respond and say something like, and whether it's like, if, if he, if you're like very concerned, like calling professionals and like alerting them of this, but if there's anything like anything like additionally left that he's doing like that, and it's like, no, it's really not that it's about me and my capacity, but I definitely would recommend. Like, and it, But if you are feeling this, this way about this, like I would definitely recommend therapy. It can be incredibly helpful. And then that's it. Like mm-hmm. there, there is nothing you don't owe him anything. And if he makes you feel like you do, or if you feel like you do because you opened this door and started these conversations, like that's not misleading at all. It's like, we have to figure those things out to then be like, okay, now I can make my decision. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't necessarily like know that this was how I was going to feel about it or that I wouldn't have the capacity to deal with it. And like, now I know because I tried. And would you rather I not try at all? Or like, (laughs) and say no, or like try and then be like, this isn't going to happen. Exactly. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book. A lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a. A straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again and one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program the cheaper the books get book of the month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors 
One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we're going to get into the rest of our calls. Hey, Megan and Melissa. Love the podcast. Um, I'm 25, Torres from the South, and I'm an African-American woman. So I really don't know why I'm calling because the situation already happened and I don't really know what I'm looking for, but I guess validation or what you think I should do. I don't know. I'm an empath, so I like feel things even when I shouldn't. But um, so... I was really close friends with this girl. She used to be my best friend. We met when we both worked retail at the time. We bonded really quickly because we were fangirls of the same things. It was a fast relationship and it was great, especially because I didn't have that many friends at the time and um, she filled a void, I guess. So she's also a Republican and is a very staunch <laughs> Trump supporter. That's like her personality trait is Trump. And again, I live in the South, so very common. People drive around with pickup trucks with huge Trump flags and Confederate flags on the bed of their trucks. And it's just par for the course here. I hate it here. So she's also the kind of personality that's like, whatever I post on Facebook, don't comment on it. If you're a Democrat, I'm going to delete your comment, whatever, whatever. So she's always been like that. I've never said anything, which is on me. It's my fault as an African-American person, especially being her quote unquote best friend. I should have said stuff right 
whenever she would say something ignorant, but I didn't. And that's an area of growth that I've had over the last few years. So when the most recent looting started happening, she took personal offense because she worked at a place that was looted here where we live. They have the same, it's a huge chain. And she would just kept calling these people thugs and animals. And I took offense to it. So long story short, we exchanged words on Facebook. Then we took it to, um, not Twitter, uh, to text. And I said my piece. I said how I feel like she completely invalidates me and my feelings. And long story short, we just kind of agreed to disagree, which what? And we just called it a night with the texting. So she texted her other friend who is also a black woman and said that I was attacking her. And then she also goes on a rampage saying how blacks, right? Like coloreds, like what even, um, bring things upon ourselves and that Jewish people have it worse and you don't see them complaining or Irish people complaining. Um, and we are, we make ourselves look bad and not all police officers are bad and this, that, and the other. And she didn't say this to me because if she did, I would have absolutely hurt her feelings. Um, because I'm a very loud person when, about my beliefs and stuff, especially now, because I haven't been growing up in a mainly white place, being one of the only ethnic people. I, I, that's a whole other story, but I don't know you guys, like, should I not have, so we're not friends anymore. Like her family called me ignorant, which that joke writes its own self, but I don't know it was I in the wrong. Should I not have done that? What should I have done better? I just, I know you guys are similar to me. So I don't know what I want. I just, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, oh, caller. I too, black person growing up around mostly white people in the South Republican. The difference is I wasn't in a time where um, Trump was in office and I don't think like the Republican that was there before George W. Bush was just like inherently evil or (laughs) racist or have this like gang mentality that is going on now so it wasn't anything that while I was there racism wasn't like something that was overt in most people especially the people that I was friends with of course but now like the people that I'll say half of the people that um I went to high school with I just block them because I don't want to see anything um I'm not on Facebook so I don't get the brunt of the evilness but the ones that were on Twitter on Instagram saying things then I just block them and I know it's a little bit harder because you're still there I'm in California now it's way different I don't have to worry about saying things that will um, bring attention upon myself because when you're other you try to fit in as much as possible for your own survival and so I don't have to worry about that now but I know that you do. So um, I understand you not saying things earlier on because you you were trying not to stand out. But now that she has showed who she really is, like you, I think you did what you should have done. And you stood up for yourself later on. Um, you know what you stand for. Um, and I think just going forward, don't, this kind of goes back to what we were saying in the update. Don't minimize yourself to be 
with other people. If you see like from an earlier stance that you um you already have beliefs that aren't going to align with someone don't be friends with them you guys were in a similar place you were working together you had this bond but I would say like going forth if it's something like that where you have a bond with somebody that you work with it's just a work friend and you don't get involved in their personal life yeah I think there's something to be said too about uh and I don't mean this in like a be jaded kind of way But you don't have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Like you really don't. And like, I think I can't imagine how like hard, like the whole thing that you said, like of, of the, of being othered and wanting to, wanting to fit in and not really wanting to bring attention to yourself in that kind of way. So like, like you said, this is something that there's a lot of people in your life who align with her belief system and that stuff. And like, it's a coping mechanism and a protection mechanism for yourself to to yeah, to n- not engage like you don't mm-hmm. have to fucking engage with people like this and like the second that someone says or does something that like offends you 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 get to make the choice of is it worth my energy to fight this right now or do i just want to block this and ignore this and then move on like that is also self care there is a way of standing um addressing people too and like i will honestly say i think if you've only ever really gotten into her with her once it's because subconsciously you knew there was no point and Mm -hmm. i think that was a choice of self-care and it wasn't like when you're talking about like reflecting on your previous self being like i can't believe i said this i should have done this that's self-preservation that's what my therapist says like we can't look back on how we reacted to other things and be upset with ourselves because we did what we needed to in the moment. And like, now that you're looking back on it and thinking that you would have done it differently, like that's just showing like growth and change Mm -hmm. and like what you will no longer accept into your life. And this woman is awful. Like she is a horrible, horrible person. And you being brought her family into it and them calling you (sighs) ignorant. Which like she said, the joke writes itself. Yeah. But it's not on you. None of that is on you and you being friends with her. It, there is no, you did nothing wrong here. You mm-hmm. did nothing wrong by being friends with this person. Like there is no, I would take away any sort of anger you have with the version of yourself or yourself at the time who became friends with her and who, yeah, who, who, who became friends with her because I think there can be some anger of, pissed at yourself of being like why did I do this and why did I let this happen and you didn't let anything happen she chose what she was going to do she said what she was going to say that it say that has absolutely nothing to do with you and all I think that this has shown is like yeah growth and like you being like this is I deserve people in my life who are not fucking like this and it's awful and horrible and uh i and her even going to your other friend about like what did the other girl say i'm assuming that's who told her yeah i know but what did she say in response to what was Mm. being said yeah that's a good question this is awful this person is right don't don't think that you should have done anything different 
Um, this is an experience that you've been through. Learn from it. Look towards the future. Um, and I get it. Like, I totally get it. I've been there. If you want me to um, verbally um, harass her, just let me yeah. know. You know, let white ally over here fight the white battles. And if you need someone to talk to, reach out to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. And that goes for any uh, anybody. Um, if you're a white person reaching out asking me to like yell at your other white friend, no. But <laughs> you should be doing that's that. that's the practice that like we're, that's what we that's our that's our job. But anybody mm-hmm. else, I am so fucking happy. I'm very 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 fucking happy to uh to do that. Yeah, it's my job. White people be responsible for your people. Hi. So I'm a long-time listener. I'm a cancer, by the way. Um, so basically what happened is I met this guy on Bumble, and I, you know, invited him over and started seeing him. We slept together, you know, but, like, I developed feelings. He told me he developed feelings. But, you know... As he, like, as we, our relationship progressed, I, you know, just introduced him to my roommate because it just, they were around, he was around, you know, I'm a polite person. He really started, you know, liking and hanging out with one of my particular roommates. And I was just like, oh, you know, whatever, they're friends. I mean, they just became friends. Um, so I want to say last week, she, he convinced my roommate to break up with her current boyfriend and start dating him. So he basically texted me this long text being like, hey, um, I don't want to date you because you have like too many problems and a lot of things going on in your life, which is true, but still kind of fucked up to say. And then the next night she spends the night at his place and texts me this long text being like, hey, you know, we're dating. Uh, sorry, it had to happen this way. And I was like, cool, like, I'm not friends with people who hurt me like this. And she's just like, yeah, I'm sorry you feel that way. So literally, like, I just don't know what to do. She's my roommate. Like, literally, I, I'm over, like, I'm not over this guy, but, like, I, I'm trying to get over him. I couldn't care less. But literally, like, I'm so pissed off at my, like, this girl who's my roommate who's supposed to be my friend. And I know, like, don't live with friends, but, like, whatever. I can't financially leave this situation until May. So I'm kind of fucked and I don't know what to do. So I know people... It's your turn. It's your turn. I know um, we have some... uh, I will like to call them pandemic apologists who hate that there are calls like this on the show quite regularly. Um, And we will stop having calls on the show like this when our calls these calls stop coming in here's the thing like would i love to fucking give you some like real like would i love to like dive into this like in any other circumstance yes but and would i feel bad for you in any other fucking circumstance yes but you and this is this is karma this is fucking Miss Rona being like, ooh, you're going to ignore me? Well, watch. Watch what I can fucking do. This is so incredibly reckless. And here's the fucking thing. 
you're not fooling anyone. When anyone calls in and talks about and, and just glazes over and doesn't even address the fucking pandemic, like you're not fooling anyone. We know we're not going to not pick up on it. Um, if you're not even going to fucking like make it up and fucking say like, oh, so this all happened before the pandemic and I'm still having feelings about it. If at least fucking lie, like at least fucking lie to us. Like I would rather you fucking lie and cover your ass about this than call on here and then be like surprised when you get fucking called out. We are still in the middle of a fucking pandemic and you are not taking any, any fucking precautions at all. And then you have again, the audacity to be upset at this guy. You know what? He's not a fucking good guy. Do you know why? Because you met him on fucking Bumble during a pandemic and he fucking came over and exposed you and your roommates to all of the fucking shit that he's been around. I'm going to fucking bet you you are not the first person he's seen and I'm also going to bet you that he didn't get tested and then get quarantined. Then you got tested and you and your roommates all quarantined. Also, you could fuck some dude. It didn't happen because if it did, you would have told us. And like this other girl's boyfriend is involved in this whole circle too. And the fact that no one cared that he came over means that no one in this house is taking the pandemic seriously. Yep. And you're not upset about the fact that you, I had friends who like have like early on in the pandemic, like opened their bubble to like a dude and they like got tested before, but like didn't really quarantine. And then it like blew up in their faces and the amount of regret that they were like, I'm fucking pissed that now I have to get another test in quarantine for two weeks afterwards for some dude it didn't work out with. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm pissed at myself for, like, making that kind of rash decision and wasting on this dude. But, like, you're not upset about that. You're upset about what he's done when, in reality, this is the least bad thing that he has done. Yep. Because no one's dying. Not yet, because... No, no, from this action. I know, but they could. The thing is, they're still being reckless. Mm-hmm. That's because the now real this fucking point, issue. The the now at this point, she's going over his pl- to his place. He's probably going to still be coming over here. You're going to be having to sit and look at his stupid face at some point. And this whole group is just being reckless. And you said she's one of your roommates, so I'm guessing there's, there's more, more people in this apartment, and everyone is being reckless. And I'm assuming he probably has roommates, and his roommates, if he's mm-hmm. fucking girls, I'm sure his roommates, if he has straight male room or whoever, I'm sure his roommates are also fucking people too, because there is no, unless there's like, this is just like again, like I, I, it is, it is karma. Like this is what fucking happens. Like this is not. This is and this is like uh, this is what also pisses me off so much about this kind of shit is like when it's you're not not to promo my book. You're not fucking special. We're all in this pandemic. And like I fucking feel for my friends who like whether they like live alone or they're single or anything like that. I'm like, yeah, that really fucking like that's so hard. Like I'm so lucky. But like you're not the only fucking person. Right. I I said this the beginning of this year, didn't I say this is gonna be my whole year? <laughs> and guess Not so what? much. It's been dry as fuck. <laughs> because but, I have respect for my own health and other people's health, and I'm not gonna be out here being reckless. Time for don't blame them. Okay, what do we have for it? Oh, so, I should expl- should I explain what don't blame them is yeah, for anyone for who's the new newbies. Don't blame them is where one of our listeners calls in with their own personal experience and advice on one of our former calls. 
So the original call was in season six, episode 20. And the gal that called in, her ex ended up with someone that she was always suspicious of and had a baby with him. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So here's someone calling with similar experience. Hello. So I'm calling in for a Don't Blame Them from um, your most recent episode of season six, episode 20, where the girl is, um, she found out from some friends that um, her ex-boyfriend, who she had some feelings about, had a baby with a previous girlfriend. Um so just want to say, like, I've been in that situation, and I was exactly your age. I was 22, um, and I had been dating this guy. He was, like, my first serious boyfriend. You know, he, again, but he was constantly cheating on me. And, you know, so eventually we broke up, like, for good. And then a couple years later, um, I got a picture sent to me from a good friend of mine, and she basically said the same thing that your friends did. Of, you know, hey, like, do you still follow him on Insta? And I was just like, no, like, why? What's up? And he had gotten engaged to the girl, girl that he had cheated on me with. And, I mean, I was completely over him. I had no feelings left for him. But, like, I, you know, as Megan said, it was, like, a weird mood. Like, my heart still hurts. And I think the reason was it was because, um... You know, we, he and I had planned our life together. You know, it, that was you know, supposed to be the ring on my finger. You know, I was supposed to be in those photos. And then, you know, seven months later, after they were engaged, out came a baby. Surprise, surprise. Um, and then, you know, the pain, you know, it was, I don't even know what I call it, pain. Um, but, you know, it was just a weird mood. And I, you know, I was completely over him, had no more feelings. But I just still felt a little hurt by it um, just because, you know, as I said earlier, you know, it was supposed to be him and I. Um, but I think what helped me get through it, and honestly, I haven't thought about this until I listened to your call, um, was that we dodged a bullet here, girl. Like, we dodged a fucking bullet. These guys are trash, right? We dodged a bullet. We stuck with our gut feelings. We broke up with them for a reason. And thank God. All right. Anyways, bye. Dodged a bullet. She's right. Did you see um, the original caller had sent us a DM? Mm -hmm. And there is a little bit more new. Like, I get it. Not that I get it more. Like, it's totally a weird mood. But, like, I'm 99% sure if I'm remembering correctly. Like, the dude's, like, verified. He's not, like, crazy, like, famous. But, like, like, his Instagram is, like, you know, professional photos. Like, He's got like a blue check mark. Like there are people who are following him, not just like friends. Mm -hmm. So like there is a little bit like of hype in the comments and that kind of thing. So it does. I could see how that stings differently. Yeah. Like in that really like when I saw that, I was like, and I don't even know if we ever responded. Sometimes I just like open them and then I'm like, oh, wow. And then I like fucking I mean, I do that with everybody. I, like, forget I, to yes, respond. I mean, I do it in text messages <laughs> with friends. Literally so. my life. But yeah, I mean, it's a bullet. It's a bullet fucking dodged. And, and that, you know, there's, it's all like, none of it works out until it does. It only has mm -hmm. to work out one time right. and it's only going to work out at 
one at once. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, and even if you have like a second marriage, if someone like you get married and your marriage works out for the beginning and then it doesn't. And then after that, like, then something else will work out. Like, that's just like how life works. And you dodged a bullet. You yeah. dodged a fucking bullet. Um, well, guys, that is it for our episode. Hope you enjoyed. If you want to call in for an upcoming one, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to listen ad-free, we are on Stitcher Premium. If you would like to support us on Patreon, we would love it so much. We have all of the video versions of the podcast there so you can see our facial expressions. And the video versions only, it's only a dollar a month. So that literally goes to like 20 to 25 cents an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps us keep the show going. And we also have a $5 tier, which is where we do... I mean, it, it helps our show even more, $4 more. <laughs> and we also do uh, live streams twice a month, which twice a month, which are really fun. And we just They're like get so to, much like, fun. I'm enjoying them a lot. It's like we just like zoom and hang out and mm-hmm. talk about shit. And we've talked about like, you know, watching movies and doing like reviews and like, you know, that kind of stuff, like recaps. Maybe once um, we start watching uh Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We can have that political talks, all of it. And it's a great time there. We would love if you joined us over there. You can also follow us on socials, Instagram, the podcast, buy my book. Um, What else? If you're in Georgia, please make sure to vote in the runoff election. Yes, very much so. Vote. 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 And if you're not in Georgia, um, you can still donate money and you can still do phone banking and text banking. And if you are in Georgia, you can also do other volunteer opportunities so we can make sure that we can actually get shit done right. <laughs> the next four years. So woohoo. let's do it. Let's fucking go. Matt says that when he watches football, I just sounded like it. <gasps> let's fucking go. I was going to say when you're about to have sex. <laughs> I would be like, and legs are crossed, closed for business. Put your dick away. You nasty. I'd be like, literally stop. Disgusting. Um, uh, anything else? Uh, I'm good. Okay. We will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.